Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Jason, one week, officially, with my pop star nails at work, and they were great. Yeah, not a single one has fallen off. No, ignore the orange uh, hands, but I'm, I could do this. Your claws. Yeah. Yeah, Catwoman. Two. Yeah. Halle Berry move over. Stephanie Moore's in town. Well, hey, look, it could be. It could be. Um, pop star nails the Peachy Keen. And pop star nails for... New Zealand Music Month. Yeah, legit. Happy New Zealand Music Month. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, May, M-A-Y. Yes. It's the most gorgeous month. It really is. Invented. We were saying that, like... We don't really know the story behind why May is New Zealand Music Month. Yeah. We Rodney. <laughs> no, no, yeah, legit. New Zealand Music Commission. Answer our emails. Um, we love your song, Sophie. Yeah, we really do. Um, Actually, at, can what? I just say, yeah. I asked a friend at work today who is in a band, I was like, do you know Rodney Fisher? We're just going to out him. And I was like, um, he said, no, nah, I know who he is. I don't know him personally, but I heard him on RNZ recently and his kids were in the background and he was like trying to talk about music and also being like, get off that. Aww. So he'll be back to us by the time this episode comes out. I yeah, reckon. legit. Parent humour. Yeah. <laughs> <We> <laughs> Not love our it. future. Not our future. Why are we here? Well, I was just going to say, our New Zealand Music Month content has really taken a turn for the better that we didn't think would happen. Mm-hmm. but we're so excited about so excited that like I actually don't think I've been more excited and more nervous at the same time for uh, to be in the same room as someone else wow yeah. Yeah. and you've known me in my worst <laughs> days my darkest days and you know the lead of Catwoman 3 <laughs> okay I'm gonna tell the people about our guests so we can bring them in <laughs> I'm gonna see you uh, paint your picture 2014 was good to us The Ice Bucket Challenge was in full swing. Taylor Swift just dropped 1989 and our guests burst onto the music scene, releasing their first EP and changing our lives forever. Going on to release several more EPs and a full-length album, our guest continues to experiment with what New Zealand music sounds like and has gained international recognition for it. He's been nominated for an MTV EMA, open for Broods, Selena Gomez and Billie Eilish, and is back in New Zealand headlining his own tour. Welcome to Kick-Ons, Tom Hello, we're back. Our microphone's turned off. <laughs> so we've had quite a lovely time together since then. We have. So you guys have missed out, but anyway. Yeah. And yeah. thank you for joining us today. Join us next time. Yeah. Oh, we are professionals. We are professionals. I love it. So you're back in New Zealand. I'm back in New Zealand. You've been here for... I got in February 26th. Right. And then, yeah, was in MIQ for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and then got let out into the great big world. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's 
they've been here ever since. And cool. I go back to America in a few days. Which is wow. Are you here to tour or is that just a happy coincidence, like visiting everyone? I was here to film a couple of videos. Good. Um, yes. And was like, well, I'm all the way there. Might as well play some shows. I almost did it. Really? And then, yeah, and then was kind Stop. of like that would have been that would have been dumb, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, no, it's it's like yeah, you got a tour. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's literally like one of the only places in the world where you can play live music exactly. and like actually have the live music experience. Yeah. Well, when that lockdown that happened recently happened, the dates of the shows got moved. Oh. Um, and I almost cancelled them because I was like. I don't know if I can extend my flight that much or my stay that much because I have to go back to America, extend my visa. It's this whole thing. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, no, it, but it worked out. Yay. That's how did so you, good. How do you find America? Um, I like it most of the time. Cool. It's, it's just at the moment, it's really tough. And I think that uh, the population is so clearly divided into like two groups. There's like the half that care about the pandemic and are being like really like careful and considerate and empathetic and they're staying inside and they're not seeing yeah. people um, and they're dealing with the side effects of that like just the crushing loneliness the kind of losing all social literacy like mm. I saw a friend and I was like I just don't I don't know what to say to you anymore I don't like I'm super good over the phone over FaceTime Zoom etc but you get me in a room um, and it's awkward but I think I've acclimatized now that I'm back in New Zealand yeah, yeah. we can attest to that I okay. feel oh, sure. so you're like yeah yeah you're right you yeah, are you are so awkward no but it's it's yeah and then there's the other half that just, who are in okay. Miami and then yeah partying flying to Cancun and yeah doing just doing stupid unfortunately, things unfortunately a lot of the real housewives which is really hard for me to like are you, su- are you surprised? <laughs> no. <laughs> I could have called that. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like, there are some people that they, you know, it's very much they're looking at their life and they're like, a year of my life? No, I won't give that up. It's yeah. like, I'll be fine. But to me, it's like not about you. It's about like someone else. Like being part of a chain that ends in someone dying. Like, sorry to get real heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fine. yeah. I, honestly, I remember chain mail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, if you fall, you will die. But like, it's instead, it's like, you know, if you get on that domestic flight for a holiday, you will get it. You'll give it to someone else who will give it to someone else. And it just will never stop. And and someone will die. Yeah. And it's like, if you weren't there at that time, maybe they wouldn't have got it. Yeah. Like, I just, that would weigh so heavily on me if I caught it and knew that I had been around other people. Oh, I know. I can't even imagine. I have had that feeling three times, like hypochondriac vibes when I've been to work and then suddenly, and I've been like a little sick, but not too sick. Mm. And then there's like an outbreak in Auckland and I'm like, I've got it. It's definitely oh, no. me. <laughs> I'm a full <laughs> conspiracy theorist when right. it comes to myself. Fair. Were there some like New Zealand must haves? Were you like, I need some LMP, I need some pineapple lumps? I got out and I had Whitakers. Yeah. I had that, um, the Whitakers Lewis Road um, yes. collab. Oh, yes. That, oh, that chocolate milk. Um, cookie that- time cookies. Oh, yeah. Cookie time cookies are so good. And, like, cookies in America are really different. Yeah. Just, they're just not the same. So, cookie time cookies. But I, this is terrible, but I heat it up in the microwave. Yes. And then I pour milk all over it, and I eat it with a spoon. Whoa. Like a cereal? Like cereal. Whoa. It is amazing, because the chocolate melts, but yeah. then it, the outside gets cold. How long do you put it in the microwave for? Yeah. 
30 seconds. Oh, okay. Any longer on the chocolate burns. Yeah, yeah, so this is high school trauma for me. People would like burn their cookie times in the common room and it would stink it the whole thing out. It smells so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't understand. I know. It smells like yeah. there's hair in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what freaks me out about microwaves in general. It's just like, yeah. how do they do that? How do they make something? And like in 10 seconds, they make something like edible and delicious to like oh, inedible and disgusting. Yeah. The power science. science. I don't understand them. We like, are not they just a science spin around. Podcast. They like heat unevenly. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. Yeah, why has no one made microwaves better? Right? Well, has they? And we just don't know. Yeah, maybe we, we just don't want yeah. to spend $1,000 on yeah, a microwave. Yeah, yeah, we're not getting a Dyson microwave. We're not looking at the top shelf at Fisher yeah. and Pike. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Like, legit, when my toaster's done, I'm like, God, gorgeous, another $7 toaster. Yeah, yeah thank Kmart. you, Kmart. Actually, Kmart have a really cute green one that's just come out. I think it would look good now. I have missed Kmart. Oh, so yeah. Much. Nothing compares. Really? To Kmart. To Kmart. Yeah. Whoa. No, no, no. What because about, like, in America, Target? It's so much more expensive. Whoa. Yeah. Kmart is like, dumb cheap which Whoa. like in some ways I don't like to think about it because surely how can that be ethical but I, I know oh it can't be it can't be <laughs> how, how can you have a $29 air fryer that's not oh uh, well you can't have you one can. in yeah. your house yeah you can yeah. You, legally you can 100% morally the jury's oh, out it's hard though because it's like obviously I need an air fryer like yeah. I'm just Part of the generation where all we talk about is air fryers. <laughs> yeah. It fucking excites the shit out of me. It so really good. does. But I can't pay. I can't pay a hundred dollars for an air fryer. I do have a very nice air fryer. Do right you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the Ninja Foodie. Oh, look it up. But also slow cooks. <gasps> the Ninja Foodie <gasps> sounds Shut like up. a TV. Yeah. Like a scene on TV. Yeah, it's maybe it is. I don't watch TV, so I wouldn't know. But maybe. Okay. Whoa. Wouldn't be surprised. Ninja Foodie. Do you not watch any TV? I watch, like, Netflix and stuff, but oh, okay. I'm not on, like, right, right, right. channels, you know, like, where oh, you're subjected to ads that you don't, like... <laughs> instead, I just pay for every single streaming service. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I actually was trying... Because you had an interview on news, on the news the other night. Yes, News Hub. Yeah, I was they, trying to re-find it so I could watch it because I saw on your stories that they, like, played one of your songs during played the Played Acid Rain with the uncensored Yes! Is <laughs> turn into fucking years. And I was like, someone going to get in trouble for that? I think yeah. News Hub is all been good. Fine. Right. Also, it was the late one. Yeah. So I feel like after 10pm. Because like, that's when David Farrier used to do his, like... DJ sets. Random <laughs> shit. Yeah, DJ sets. <laughs> <sets. laughs> oh, his deep cuts. Yeah, the amount of adverts trying to get through because like I assumed it I don't watch the news but I assumed it was at the end because that's when they play the weather so I was yes. trying to get through all of these adverts to find you oh, I'm so sorry well it's I filmed it on my phone oh good so. yeah <laughs> it was so it was surreal for me like being in the living room with my family just like watching the news and yeah it was weird I haven't weird. done that in a while yeah. watch the news been on the news or like just Where watching the news in general yeah. is weird I haven't done that in ages I just watch it in bits did or, you learn yeah. anything um, well, not really. I did learn that 3 million people have died from COVID, which oh, is hectic, but then it was awful. like, 3 million people have died from COVID. And coming up, Huey <laughs> Singer Thompson. I was like, can you not so abruptly shift your tone like that? I feel like the choice to play Acid Rain over a weather... Love break that. was amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 So, someone's been fired, but someone's also gotten a raise. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> At the same time. They got they got a huge goodbye bonus. Yes, yeah, like, we'll, we'll pay you out your retirement. <laughs> yeah. No, but um yeah, it feels like that was the fulfillment of that song's purpose. Yeah, so it's so good. What else was so it made good. for? Nothing. No, no. Um, let's talk about 
you, like, how did you start writing music? Tell, take us through the journey of well, your career. It all goes back to when my cat died. Nice. And I was like, devastated, Name? even though it was a terrible cat. I named it, I named it Tang after Tangy Fruits from the movies. Mm-hmm. We know those. Yeah, oh, yeah. We know so those. good, right? They yeah. can't get them anymore. Right? No, no, but there is definitely a petition on change.org to bring them back. Well, I will sign it. Of course, as soon as we're done here. But, um, <laughs> you should have talked about that on the news. In honour of Tang, <laughs> yeah. I know. What a platform. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it died and I wrote a song called Under the Tree. Cool. That I played oh. at my school assembly. Where did you grow up? Uh, Titterangi. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So I was born in London, raised in Auckland. Amazing. Um, yeah, but I then I kind of just was singing here and there, and then I really got into writing um, at the end of high school, and, and yeah, 2014 was my first year out of high school, and I, that was when kind of everything happened for me, which was cool. Wow. Yeah. Such a dreamy story. Yeah, how did weird. How did Under the Tree go down at the assembly? Honestly, well, I don't remember. Oh. oh my god, blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is a trauma memory. Yeah. suppressed. Can we expect <laughs> under the tree as like a B side somewhere? Um, <laughs> I couldn't even remember a single word oh except my under god. the tree. What did you do in quarantine? Yeah, under the tree. Yeah. It probably was. Probably. You're like a bit too groovy for me now. Yeah. 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 Oh, amazing! And yeah. then when did you move to LA? I moved to LA. Uh, it'd be like coming up on three years ago, but okay. it was. But I've been kind of going back and forth for a while because um, mm-hmm. it's just been that kind of place for me um, where I started to establish my life and meet people and start to like form some working relationships over there and and um, yeah, just start setting up a little a little home. Um, but yeah, coming back to New Zealand was something I liked to do regularly and stay for a good chunk of time. But then, yeah, mm. last year was. That wasn't possible. So, yeah, yeah, I generally like to split my time, but I have been there nonstop for over a year, 13 months, um, which is okay. Yeah. Just okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'll probably be there for a while, I think. Yeah. Once I'm I'm back, yeah. It seems to be quite, like, common for New Zealand artists to go to LA and spend Mm. a lot of their time there. Is that just because the resources? Yeah, I think it's just, like... Well, one, I think the fact that there are a lot of Kiwis there make it really enticing for other Kiwis because you mm. kind of go, oh, there's, like, a community happening over there. I remember, like, going to a barbecue at Bruce's house and stuff and then yeah. just being, like, some artists that I like and, and they've become friends with and just generally cool New Zealand music-adjacent people. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it was just one of those things where I, um, I think Kiwi musicians want to, like, broaden their collaborative scope. I think there's just, there's more happening over there. But I think that the New Zealand mindset has really shifted recently. A lot of people are coming back because, like, New Zealanders are riding together more and it's there's more of, like, a, there's, like, sessions together and stuff, which didn't used to be as much of a thing. It was very mm. insular, the music process here, at least from my perspective. I don't know how ingrained I was in the industry here before I left. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I think some Americanisms have been adopted here, which I think some New Zealanders would probably chastise me for because they're like, no, we're New Zealanders. Purists. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean... You're only a New Zealand artist if your passport says you're a New Zealand artist, exactly. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many different... Yeah, 
Absolutely. Little pockets of music made here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, New Zealand music is amazing. Like, I it really is. We have song. a whole month dedicated yeah. to it. Yeah, <laughs> May. All right. Bring on um, New oh, Zealand that's music right, month, the Rodney. June. We missed the whole Rodney story. Oh, oh no, that was in the intro. Yeah, no, okay, we got good, we got that. Yeah, you're Coming on, for you, Rodney. Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We just were lucky enough to be at Peachy Keen Music Festival. Cool. All female New Zealand artists. And it was just like incredible and also very different like there was foley who were a bit more funky there was gin there was lady six lady hawk yeah oh wow How oh, she? so good yeah i so love that good. she so there was a moment where jen came up to me and was like oh my god i love your pants and who's she talking to lady hawk so yeah. i'm like oh hi thank you i'm jason and about to pass out yeah and then <laughs> Um, I was talking to Lady Hawk about Twitch because she's all over Twitch and I don't I just yeah. watched a full hour of her playing video games and like people chatting to her and she was like, Come on my Twitch and then I was like to Jen, you should go on yeah. Twitch and you can Twitch together and I'm just like rambling, like it just keeps <laughs> coming up and then like That's I when I offended t- Jen by oh, telling yeah. her that oh. I felt like it was ten years ago. Oh no. That's okay. Bo Runga comes And then Bo Runga walked out and we were like, we're like, New Zealand is amazing. It really is. amazing. There's so many good artists here. There really are. Way above our rights. And just like actual angels. Good people. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, I love this country. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I can ever like truly leave. I can like live somewhere else, but I'll always have to come back for like chunks of the year. Always come back for summer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But is it not? LA is LA not summer at all times. It's different. Right. Because it is summer at all times, it's also never summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just hot all the time. Sunny, dry. There was 180 days where it didn't rain. Uh, <sighs> anyone that's listening that is friends with me is probably like, shut up. Because I'm like, it oh, messes up guys. <laughs> Day 179. Yeah. <laughs> what when happened it, when it did rain? Did I, you dance I in the rain? Wound up, I was driving. I, it was the lightest drizzle, but I wound down the windows. Wow. And I was like, hands out, hand out the window. Wait, am I driving on the... Yeah, that's yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> hand out the window, just felt the rain. I, like, pulled over. I got out. I just stood in it. Ugh, I love it. It's the best. Because, like, nothing washed away all the ash from the forest fires. Uh, so everything was just dirty and smelly. Anyway, Whoa. America. Have no, you no, brought no. any of your mates from America back here to be like, guys, see, this is what I'm fucking doing. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last time I played shows in New Zealand, the person that I've been working on music with in LA like played in my band. So he came to New Zealand for the first time and he was like, what? Like, this is nuts. Because like, you'd take them to Pee Hut yeah. up in Auckland and they're like, this is crazy. Like, what do you mean? This is like 15 minutes from your house? Yeah. Yeah. That's just foreign to them. Because yeah. like, you know, LA is like known for its beaches, but like, yeah, they're like so different as well. It's like boardwalks and a bunch of shops and like a pier with a roller coaster on it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But like nothing. Like, Not like, nothing yeah. like you West might Coast. die if yeah. you go too far. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you might, might die on a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Risk of dying is Or you could eat too much true. bad food. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Oh, pretzels. What is, <laughs> what's your like writing process? Hmm. Do you collaborate with lots of different people? Are there particular people that you always work with? Um, I... I like to kind of switch it up. Mm. I think I've, um, my process is usually I start to form lyrical ideas like over a long period of time where I'll like go on walks, 
And I'll just like type things down in my notes because I think it's like a good way to just kind of like get things down, mm-hmm. um, but not necessarily with a song structure in mind. It's just kind of like, let's just see what happens. Um, you get a good line every now and then. And then when you go to make a song, either by myself um, producing or with someone else, you can kind of like pull from all those little ideas um, and kind of stitch something together that's coherent and makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's um, that's kind of what I do. But I've for this album, it's about like half written and produced by myself, wow. um, and then I've like involved some other people that I like really love and trust on the album too, which is really cool. Like um, Sam Clark in LA, um, and um, Stu and Finlay out of Christchurch. Mm-hmm. Um, he's amazing. He's mixing the whole thing. He's just he's a big brain. Um, and Sam is an incredible writer, and he's also doing all the art. So, like, it's Ooh. very, everything's very in-house. Yeah. Um, keeping, it, keeping it tight. But, um, yeah, it's uh, working with Wells on um, one of the songs. Cool. Um, and who else? Um, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of people. It's, okay. like a, it's like a small but tight-knit. Do you have, like, full group. creative control, or do you then full, have to take... Wow. Complete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I amazing. I wouldn't I wouldn't um accept anything less. I think yeah. just like I'm too much of a control freak, I think. Yeah. I would get really stressed if there's something that I can't like that kind okay, of like, not your sound final like say. how I want. Yeah. Yeah. But That's awesome. Uh, it can be it can be a curse sometimes because <laughs> it means that, you know, I can tinker away at things for way too long. Um but I think what has really helped my writing is just knowing my production limits. When I'm producing for myself, mm. just being like, I'm pretty shit at these things, so I'm going to get it up to this level and then just hand it off. Yeah, cool. And then that means that, like, when the song is written, I'll work on it for, like, maybe a few more weeks or, like, I'll work on it over the space of a couple months, just here and there, and then mm. I'll be like, okay, I, realistically, I'm not going to make this any better, so I'm going to give it to someone who will. Um, wow. And that's kind of been my process. Yeah, that's cool. Good. It's actually nice of you to shout out the people that you work with. I was just saying to Steph, I'm a huge fan of CDs. Like I love buying mm. CDs, and I really, I was when I was researching, I was trying to look for like who worked with you on your like en route because mm. um, I saw in an interview, well, I heard an interview that you said you'd work with heaps of different people on that yeah, one. So many, so many, and I was like, who are these people? Yeah. And it's so hard to find because there's no like linear notes and CDs. Right. Yeah. Well, Spotify, if you go press the two, like the three dots in a row, yeah. you can go see show credits. And I always, it's so important to me to list the writers because oh, cool. like I've been a writer on songs where like I haven't been like super credited. Like mm. I've been credited in like the little dark corners of the internet, but um, it's really nice to, to shout out songwriters because songwriters are like the least represented, the least paid. Yeah. Mm. They like have to do so much to get the bare minimum um, that I think shouting out songwriters is so imperative. Yeah, yeah. I just saw that that songwriters initiative has like started in America where a bunch of songwriters have like signed a piece of paper to be like, this needs to change. Well, artists will come in, record a song and be like, I want a writing split. And then people yeah. are like, but you didn't write it. And they're like, yeah, but it, I want people to think that I did. Yeah, which is, just be honest about it. Yeah. I don't think it 
I don't think anything less of someone who doesn't write their own music. No. I think people, like, do fans, maybe? I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that when you've got, like, a Taylor Swift where, like, so much of their brand is their writing and Mm. how incredible and, like, world-class they are at it, that's a thing. But someone like Rihanna or Beyonce, I don't care if they had nothing to do with any of the lyrics or melody because you never question it. When they sing it, you're like, of course. Yeah, this is them. And that, that is a skill. Because I think yeah. that that's underrated because I think that so many people are like, you know, real, mm. this song isn't a real song because it has 15 writers and, yeah. and then <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody has one. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. shut up. Like, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody is an incredible song, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but just this idea that a song is lesser than because the artist didn't write the lyrics or the melody when instead they had the job or the task of convincing you that every word that they sing is true to them. Mm. And that is like, that's something. That's, that's art. Yeah. Actually, that's how I feel. I don't know how much she wrote this, but on um, when Justin Tranter wrote for Selena Gomez on the Revival album, mm. she obviously it was really personal to her and I don't know how much she actually writes, but they she obviously sits there and like tells a story and then her writers come in and they do all their... Yeah. work on it and that's like great. That, yeah that's great like that's enough yeah 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 i think so too and i think that like celebrities are these people that so much of their lives are on display so when you when you get an insight into their life via a writer mm. it, it feels so real and yeah. and it's based on reality so like why is that not as and it also might be too like their lives are so like different to what you can relate to that mm. having someone kind of put it in real human terms yes. yeah because no one wants to hear like about famous people problems really. mm. that's like the most boring thing in the world like yeah. when when it comes to like actual famous people problems yeah. we like to hear famous people problems that we understand yes yeah but like what she is to put like put money into that week it's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. um yeah. how do you find writing for other people are you still doing it or i want to do it more i think that it's something that i i've been so focused on my own writing um and i i have such a specific uh voice i think i not like singing voice but just like mm. lyrical voice mm. and um i've always wondered how it would translate to other people if it would be this thing where like is it going to, can only I sing my songs, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but no, I think I think that I'm really excited to write for other people. It's yeah, just cool. a matter of, you know, getting in the rooms with people. So when I'm back in America and vaccinated and stuff, that's going to be like a big priority. There are some people that I really want to work with that we're closing in on. Oh, oh my God, gorgeous. Watch this space. Yeah. I think Fingers that, crossed. like, uh, as a fan of your music, when I listen to it, I can, even though like these things that you're writing about have never happened to me and maybe never will, you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this song is for me. Like when I'm singing your lyrics, I'm like, oh my God, this makes so much sense to me right now. Mm. So just based on that, I'm like, you can totally write for someone oh, else. Shucks. You know, they feel very like personable without it being my experience. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, that means so much. Yeah, I, I, I like always want to, have a center of relatability even mm. if it's or just i want it to be concise in its emotion because yeah. like a song like acid rain i think can sound like the lyric the lyrics are super metaphorical and like a little mm. bit foofy but um but 
you get that sentiment. And there's a couple, like, lines in there that make you go, oh, okay, that's what it's about. Yeah. Um, and I think that, yeah, that's that's what I'd like to do, because I, I like to straddle that line of, like, poetry and, and something that cuts deep, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, rather than something being really plain spoken. <laughs> yeah. You're, Sorry, um... Covered, covered. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Hold it in. Um, your Spotify bio says something about you having, like, a really sharp pen, like... Oh, yeah, something about, like, <laughs> uh, reminiscent of Taylor Swift or oh, something like Lordy. that. Oh, Lordy. Right. Um, and Lord, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, which, so I'm like, yeah, I totally hear the, like, poetry side of, um, oh, how you write music. <laughs> you okay? Oh, take some, have some water. I'm fine, water. I'm fine. Bing, bing, keep bong. talking, keep talking. <laughs> Just while you're... Cl- Quietly dying. I've actually got a question about a song that no longer exists on Spotify. And <laughs> I should be careful. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay. So April. Yeah. We're in the month of April. It was released last year. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And maybe in the height of the New Zealand lockdown, actually. In June. Yes. So and then disappeared. Yeah. It's a banger, by the way. Thank and I you. saw on your Instagram that you are singing at your live shows. Yeah. So where is she? She's coming back. Okay, right. gorgeous. She's, <laughs> She's on the album. But, okay, cool. Um, I've got, you know, new new representation and stuff and they're like, April's too good to just have See. floating out there. Oh, that's good. We need to we need to do something with it. So um strategically cool. it was removed but it means that but also i haven't drawn too much attention to it but it just means that i just get dm'd like every day people being like, oh, <laughs> yeah. which is like adorable yeah but, uh, i love that yeah that people there's you know, one youtube video that exists with it on it my little brother my little brother told me and <laughs> i was like oh i should get that removed yeah. I, was like, no. <laughs> I was like oh my god this only has 700 views or something like it's all your little brother it's all my little brother and his girlfriend in the car oh my god thank yeah. you so did you have to re-record it or it's just as it no just as but okay. it's it's getting a new mix Oh and my the god! Art is changing ever so slightly. April the Thompson version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Let's, yeah. That's a good segue into your life of the party, Thompson, yes. which you teased us earlier. I have. have Tell us you. what is Taylor you're loving. Allison Swift. Taylor Allison Swift. Uh-huh. Man, she got me through this last year in America. Same, not in America, but, <laughs> but folklore. Like folklore will be my Spotify most listened to album for the rest of my life. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, what an album! Just like I mean, okay, I I must admit I was very late to the Taylor Swift party. Okay, it was okay. Arrived during 1989. Good time to arrive. Which I mean, that's I think when a lot of people got on board. Yeah. But I think a lot of people then very quickly got right off board. Um, ahead of reputation. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of have stayed off until folklore. Whereas, like, I listen to Reputation. Yeah. And I listen to, like... That's I, my favourite Taylor Swift yeah. album. Reputation's a great yeah. album. I went to the Reputation Stadium tour. Oh, was that the one with the light-up? CA yes. and Tully XX, that one? Um, oh, that's who played here. No, I I went to the Rose Bowl in LA. And Whoa. it was Camila Cabello and... Who else? I think I missed the film. I think it was Charlie. Oh, yeah. But I missed her because we were late. Um, I wish I'd seen it, but um, we, like, caught... Like, we walked in as she was finishing because... Wow. Um, but, yeah, it was hectic. And um, it wasn't... Oh, she so. did tour with 
the it's reputation. It's so weird. Like, like mm. I like completely forgot who like came out on stage and everything. Like that night was such a blur. <sighs> I was completely sober. Did she bring out? Did she bring out Sean a- Mendes? Whoa! Which I forgot about. I was like, I was like, I was trying to remember who she brought out, and I was like, I literally can't remember. And then I was like, wait, Sean Mendes. That means I've seen Sean Mendes live. Okay, well, there we go. Right. I'm completely forgotten about that. What are your thoughts on the Sean Mendes remix remix of Lover? I'm not sure about the Titanic line. Yeah. I'm not sure about the Titanic in general being co-opted for um for like light-hearted use. Yeah, like, so true. I huge Dua Lipa fan over here. Yeah. But oh. and that video for was it I'm good? Uh, we're, uh, yeah, yeah. we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're, yeah. yeah. Um, that is an amazing video, but just like, I'm thinking about like, the Titanic was just this thing that so many people died in and it was this like horrific tragedy and like, you know, so many people lost loved ones and it was like, and the people who survived were traumatized for the rest of their lives. And now it's like, and these like, yeah, like so true. Imagine if that happened with any other like mass death event. Yeah. (laughs) Like where a bunch of people died and then like. Years later, it's like an acute music video from the perspective of that like, will happen. a mouse. Will it? Yes. Okay. Definitely. You should write a song about that. Maybe. Like. But I just like <laughs> I just find that I find that so odd. But I mean, I I think Shawn Mendes is great, and I think that obviously Taylor Swift is incredible, and them together, amazing. Yeah. But that line, I was like, why? Yeah. yeah. Why? I love Lover. So much. Mm. The Incredible song. song. Yeah. Mm. And so when that they, they, like collab came out, I was like, does this need to happen? Like right. this is this is a number one song in my mind already. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, like don't don't touch perfection. Yeah. Do you have like a top five of her songs? I couldn't. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> it is hard. At the moment, I think that August oh. is like a perfect song. <laughs> yes. I think that um I think that peace. Is a perfect song. Mm. A lot of them are going to be on Evermore and, and Folklore because those are the ones that I've just been mm. hooning. Um, but, man, yeah, I like, I also think Cornelia Street is like a perfect song. Oh, so I think that um, Death by a Thousand Cuts oh is like God, a perfect yeah. song. Um, I was a big fan of New Year's Day. Yes. And I think Are You Ready For It is really good. Yeah. And I feel like people didn't like that one as much, and I was like, why? Yeah, I loved it. It was a, ch- it was like a, it was a, a choice. I'm not trying to sound like shady when I say that, but I think it worked. I love it. I think yeah. it, when that came out as the second single, I think I was like, this is this is it. Like yeah. this is here. What delicate though, off that album. Delicate. Oh, oh delicate. Yeah. yeah. What an album. What? Yeah. And getaway car. Uh, so have you gone back already and listened to Fearless, or is this going to be like your first? I have gone back and listened to Red. Yes. Mm. But, so basically, 1989, I was like, I'm on board the Taylor, Taylor train. Yeah. But didn't listen to anything else. And I wasn't compelled to go back because the narrative was like, she used to be this. Yes. But now she's this. And I only knew the singles before. So I was like, I didn't really yeah. like them as much. I didn't really like, care for them. I mean, I think looking back with my appreciation for pop music now those singles like 22 mm. we're never getting back together like top tier pop songs yeah like just her writing and she was so young and just <laughs> yeah but um i i it took 
getting to folklore and hearing her like really stripped back with guitars and like a kind of country esque mm, twang to, to the folk back. music to be like, oh, I should go back. So mm. I've listened. I've I listened all the way through Red a bunch of times. Um, mm. I I listened. Ba- I dabbled in the older things, and then I found out about the re-records, and I was like, I'm gonna wait yeah. because I would like to experience these albums with her voice and like the way that she would intend for them to be heard now and also to so not lucky. give a certain person any more streams. Yes. Any more money. Totally. she doesn't own those albums. I know. It's so exciting as well because having been a fan when those albums came out, like even just to listen to the re-record of Love Story, I was like, her voice is amazing. You can hear the maturity. You can hear the growth. Yeah, like, yeah. I cannot wait. And the potential for other artists to follow suit is really exciting for me. Like, I would love to hear Madonna, like, bring back an album from the 80s that, like, people mm. don't know about now. And, like, it's... But it's, it's also, like, a huge, like, so proud of her. Like, stand up for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Like, She's always been really good at that. I remember when she was, like, really, like, standing up against streaming services. And mm. I remember being, like, I mean, at the time, I think that my opinion on that is that streaming services are incredible for artists like me. Mm. Because, like, when you have, like, a huge record label behind you pushing you out to the masses, they're able to, like, pay for you to to be on radio they're able to like make you bigger and then you sell albums Mm. but without that like without like a hit song or a massive push from like a large business you don't reach that level of self-sustainability really because it costs so much money to make an album Mm. um but with streaming services no one has to pay money to like invest in you specifically as an artist so people can stumble across people and Mm. that's what was happening for me is that people who didn't know me would hear me in a playlist and be like whoa who's that and they would check it out and they would listen to the rest and be like okay and then that's a new fan and they then would buy an album but they wouldn't have bought an album without that that like method of discovery so I remember when she was speaking out and I I you know I definitely think that she's like obviously right about how art needs to be valued and it needs to, you know, if if it makes sense to pay the artists and writers more, of course, because mm. it's their music. But, um, yeah, she's always been so outspoken about, about, like, rights because artists are so exploited, like, so, so exploited. Mm. Even the huge ones with millions and millions of dollars are still having so much money taken away from them. Yeah. One Direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you, Simon Cowell. Yeah. <laughs> should we say the mantra? Yeah, we should say the mantra. Okay. The mantra. I don't think we just, just like, discussed, but there is a mantra before the song. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that we hate. So this is our segment where we (laughs) just take a moment to appreciate this time in music, which we believe was just incredible. Mm. 
We also Sweet Mix Kids over the weekend remixed this playlist for us. So it was like our podcast theme song into um, Murder on the Dance Floor, into I'm Out of Love. It was just wow. incredible. Yeah. It was so good. Oh, that Anastasia album. Oh, so, Oi, so good. And chill though. I, const- like, I would say every six months I Google, like, how's Anastasia going? <laughs> yeah, she's going. good. She's good. Yeah, she hasn't made music in a while, but she's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tomston what song are you adding to our playlist? I am adding All Rise by the oh. UK boy band Blue. Yes! Because that song, yes. the, the, court, the court jargon, mm-hmm. where everything <laughs> is it's so, like, they've picked out, they've gone through, like, what do people say yeah. in court? <laughs> yes. And they've, like, picked it and they've put it everywhere. Like, yes. I rest my yeah. case. Yeah. You're on the stand with your back You're against the, the wall. Haters. Uh, yes, yes, One yeah. for the money and the free rises, two for the rises, didn't all right. My yes, brother so does the rap. This was the thing. So we had that album in the car. It was, our albums were... Oh my god, um, this is the great. Addies album. Yeah. Yes. Addies? Oh, we um, do. We know. And Addies has been huge in the media at the moment because they. The Dawn Raid movie came out and they. Which we haven't seen yet, but yeah. we need to do. But they were like, please don't at us because we have like trauma to do with Dawn Raid and we don't want to be bought into it because there were deals that went bad. Mm-hmm. And they but thought they, they were telling their story, and then oh. when the movie came out, that was not the story that they wanted told. That's so, so heartbreaking. I know. Their voices were so uh, The original oh. Sole Mio, like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no. you know? Eddie's, Eddie's fans and now so going, yeah. 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 just like, yeah, um, that, that one with a Radna. Yeah, uh, me, uh, getting stronger. Okay. Uh, Is that uh, on our playlist? Uh, surely. Surely I am too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that song's incredible. But uh, yeah, so, Addie's, yes. the Anastasia album. Gorgeous. Um, and and Blue, Blue's album. Wow. And that song would be this one where like, I'd, I'd sing the song parts and then, and my old brother Alex, he would do the oh. rap. He still oh knows rap God. to this day. We were talking about it over dinner the other night. <gasps> Um, yeah. We need so to get him Your mom's like yelling at you, like, eat your food. Yeah. Like, rapping. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Well, Blue, oh. they were like, I think they were the UK's like last entrance into Eurovision. Really? really? Maybe not the last one, but within the last few years. What? Blue? Blue? Had, yeah, has been the UK entrance How for Eurovision. Did we miss that? I didn't know that. Some didn't. Wow. It was not Whoa. good. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Well, they, they would be quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like Jen Whitmore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so gutted. So gutted. Um, Blue, one of them had like a serious injury. Do you remember this? Like, he got burnt. Yes. Oh, yes. I want to say Lee. There's Lee, Duncan, Simon, and. Okay, wow. You're putting me to shame. Yeah, I just know the songs. Yeah, I did you not like read that. the linear notes of that one album? I did it. We had that album in the car, yeah. and that's like, I mean, you know, when you're a kid, music is just music. Like, music, I just remember hearing the At Ease album and thinking there were, like, a hundred of them. I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. how it worked when they could stack so, their vocals in the studio, so I was just like, that's like a choir. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, I just had no And concept. this is a boy band who specialise in legal jargon. In legal jargon, yeah. <laughs> and someone really, really messed them up, and now they've taken them to court. Yeah. I rest, I rest, I rest, rest my, my case. case. Oh. Title of episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, that yeah. is so good. Thank you for adding that to our playlist. Of course. I'm we so are happy. so excited. 
Back to the album that's about to come out. Mm-hmm. When is it coming out? Do we know? End of the year. End I, of the year. I can't give the date yet. Okay, that's good. And is it... Tell us about the sound. What can we expect? The sound? I've is drawn it? from this palette that um, is very nighttime driving. Um, it's very, you know, like late uh, when all the lights are off and everyone's asleep on an airplane. Mm. It's that feeling of kind of like being in an environment, but encased, you know? So it's the, I've tried to make it sound really um, nostalgic um, and emotional, emotive. um, And it, starts in this really sweet place and then over the course of the album just someone hits you kind of like lockdown when you're like this is gonna be so much fun we're I'm gonna, gonna make, make sourdough yeah i'm gonna make bread i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna learn gonna, to meditate yeah, yeah i'm gonna finally i'm gonna finally start working out i'm gonna do 100 push-ups yeah, tonight yeah and then by week three you're yeah. like well this is us now yeah. Like, yeah. how did all these wine bottles get yeah <laughs> but, yeah um, you're lucky you don't drink yeah, yeah no it's i think so awesome. <laughs> but um yeah no it's it's just a very um yeah i tried to i tried to capture that that year of my life 2014 Mm. where i got out of high school and just nothing mattered except like my newfound independence and freedom and just like what that felt like um and how i could just you know i could get in the car i have my full license i can go anywhere i want you know that feeling so i it the whole album takes place inside a car Okay, uh, cool. Wow. And when I, there's a whole thing behind the title, but I'm going to wait because it, it's the payoff will be good. But the, yes. the title explains the the journey of the album from beginning to end. I've had lots of time to think about this. Wow, cool. dude, this is so exciting. Because just this whole last year, when I would usually be doing things, yeah, I've just been at home and I've been like, okay, well, I can rewrite that verse to fill it with Easter eggs that relate to track two and track four. Oh and my god, this is yeah, great. So it's, I think, definitely Easter eggs are something that I've always loved. Um, mm. But I think listening, it was it was the trio of mm. August, Cardigan, and Betty where I was like, that is such an incredible way of telling a story and immersing people in something to a level that I think that like, they are great songs, mm. but additionally, you then get to experience that kind of, like, oh, my God, that line is a reference to that, and that's a reference to that, and, like, big brain, like, she's yeah. unreal. So any way that I can emulate that level of thought and um, attention to detail, that's something I want to do. so cool. Did you find it hard to be like, oh, I just have to leave this now? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Because you've well, got so I can much. Tinker, I can tinker with things forever. Yeah. And, and when I can, I, I was saying before that I can tinker on production and then I, I know that I can't progress past a certain point. Yeah. But with writing, mm. I can write forever. So I could just, yeah. I've had to go like, stop. It's done. It's yeah. done. Okay. You don't need to just rewrite so that. Just so you verse. know, Taylor Swift released Folklore and then Evermore. So yeah, um, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, to read. and yeah. maybe Woodvale. Carly Rae Jepsen loves the B side. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Well, I, there is going to be a song that has that has a reworked verse. I'm playing it tonight. Ooh. Cool. But I'm playing the original verse tonight. 
Because the reworked verse is being sung by someone else. When is this podcast coming out? May? First week of May. Oh, it'll be out. <gasps> oh, it's really? coming out on Friday. So it's the song with Zeph. Cool. Um, who's this girl out of Maryland. And she is so great. Um, cool. What's the song called? It's called Magnolia. Magnolia. And I had this original verse and then I was like, I think this could really benefit from being a conversation. So I, I messaged her and she was like, oh my God, I would love to. And... <gasps> I was like, here's a word that I'd like you to work in, but, like, the rest is up to you. Wow. And um, she killed it. Like, her verses. And the, and the bridge. The bridge is <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, we love, love a bridge. bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, every, I, think, I think pretty much every song. No, that's not true. About, about like, 70% of the album has bridge. Yes, gorgeous. So uh. Steve sent me this podcast that was all about Olivia Rodrigo's bridge and how, like, amazing yeah. it is and cool. how Taylor Swift loves a bridge and then how, like the use of, like, hip-hop artists and rappers has kind of um, taken the bridge away from people for people such a long time. Making, people are making songs so short now. Yes. Mm. With two minutes 50 to, like, like, get the stream. Yeah. Or even, like, the new Lil oh. Nas song is so short, but he made a longer version that he put that is the music video. Oh, I've only and seen the video. Got, and that's got the bridge in it. And he yes. uploaded that version later, but the version that was, like, the... The single was like it was missing the bridge. Oh, I've and the bridge is it. really good. It is. Yeah. Oh man, he's great. The podcast is called "Still Processing" by the New York Times. If you want to look shout it up. out New York People Times, at home. come yeah. on, we love you. We love you. <laughs> they don't get enough attention. Yeah. Giving them some promo. Yeah, they, they, those little guys. You got to help them out. Amazing. Well, we are so excited to see you tonight. Thank you for coming. We're so excited for Magnolia, now that we can say it. Yes. And the album. single out now. Yeah. Yeah. And New Zealand Music Month. What a way to kick it off. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on this. This was so fun. Yeah. (laughs) Open invitation. Come back whenever you like. Yes. Absolutely. Next time I'm in Wellington, let's do it. Yeah. And follow Thompson at Thompson. Yeah. And that's T-H-O-M-S-T-O-N because some people think that there's a P in it. Yeah, do you know uh, what? I'm one of those people that knows there's not a P in it, but thinks there's a P in it. <laughs> I, it's like, I just don't know. Thomas, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just my name. It's my name condensed. Because uh, my last name is Stone Man. Oh, I'm into that. Lots of stoner jokes in high school. Uh, yeah, so that's like, <laughs> like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I was eager to get out of under the yeah. tree. Yeah. Uh, under the tree. <laughs> wow. And that brings it right back to the beginning and the perfect she place She is a end. professional. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. We'll see you soon. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.